Yeah! <laughs> what is going on? Welcome to Pythons and Pylons podcast that tells you everything you need to know because we're the greatest humans on the planet and know everything about sports. What's going on? My name's Tom. We got Chris and Vinny. What's going on, boys? What's up? How, how you doing, guys? Yo, yo. Uh, we had a solid, and when I mean solid, I mean a fire of a weekend for football. Uh, both championship games going down. Um, I thought my favorite game of the weekend was definitely the Bill, uh, not the Bills, the uh, the Packers and the Bucks game. Uh, I had money on the pa- on on the Buccaneers. You, you can't bet against Tom Brady, and Tom Brady just keeps on showing how great he is as a quarterback. I think that's what I absolutely hate. After this game, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, this just seals that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time." Two Super Bowls ago, I knew he was the greatest quarterback of all time. We're just discovering that now. I knew, like, after it was after the twenty-eight-three, like comeback, like comeback. yeah, that made me sick to my stomach, and I just didn't want to do anything. But like, everyone's like, he's the greatest, and it's actually just incredible as a bunch of twenty-year-olds that we can witness that in our lifetime is something that's like the greatest play. Yeah. Between him and what being able to watch LeBron, and even if you don't like golf, watching Tiger Woods in our timeline, in our time, has been awesome. But the only blemishes Brady has on his record is the two giant losses. Really, that's the only thing I could think of. So, if say he wins those games, guy has eight Super Bowl rings and he's playing for his ninth. You know what I mean? Yep. It's yeah. It's unheard of. The, th- the thing is with like all the Brady haters, you could like including myself. I'm, I'm not a big Brady. Actually, no. I, I think I hate the Patriots more than I hate Brady. I don't you mind hate the Brady. Patriots, and that's what made you hate Brady. To exactly. Me, I never hated Brady, but, but I was I was infuriated just watching the Patriots consistently win. But I can tell you this: like this is without a doubt. Even if you don't, you know, you're very indifferent. You could say this was the most like fair season for Brady if they win the Super Bowl. There's nothing in this is that's like oh uh, deflate gate or uh, the tuck rule and like all the other all the other bullshit on the side. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I agree with that. But going back to uh, Packers game, you call me a Brady hater. You call me whatever you want. But I think the Packers really lost the game. I don't think Brady really won the game. If you know what oh, I, mean. I agree a hundred percent. The play calling in that game was rough. I don't know. The, the schemes that they were running, you should be running the ball with Aaron Jones a lot more. Yep. Uh, every time they ran the ball, it was effective. Even with Jamal Williams or A.J. Dillon, they were just effective that entire game. And Aaron Jones leaves the game hurt. But those, those, what, that, the last fourth quarter, A.J. Dillon broke off a couple 10-yard runs, man. They, they were plowing right through that offense. And then as soon as they get to, to the red zone, they fall apart. Yeah, and you have to go for that fourth down. You have to go for the touchdown there because – like you have to know that you don't give the ball back to Brady with two minutes left in a playoff game. Like that, that's like, or like religious. Like you don't you don't do that. Like you have to go right. for it on fourth down. I I understood the call. Like okay, like I trust my defense and the now minute, now but but now it's, we morning. get a touch we get a touchdown we win. You it's because it was before the two minute warning. You well, get you had three timeouts. You had three timeouts. Two minutes war- two minute warning. You just need a three and now. Not to mention they are coming off. Sorry, they're coming off three picks against Brady. Yep. So, like... They, they gotta be feeling play. hot. Yeah. But, uh, but also, it's like, your offense isn't picking... I, I understood the call, not the call that I'd make, personally. I mean, I guess that's why I'm not a head coach in the NFL. Because I would just be running uh, cover zeros, and I'd have Greg Williams as my defensive coordinator. No, but the, the plan almost worked, because they almost did get the ball back, but then they had that stupid holding call, which they didn't call the whole game, and then they decided to call it there. You know, when, when Brady needed yeah. it the most, they called it. Yeah, I, I will say that the the, the uh, 
the holdings and the interferences, they were very inconsistent. And I'm not gonna. I mean, it seemed very one sided. I guess you could say that they're they're like, yeah, oh, let them let them let them play, they but it's just it's it just call yeah. it. it was so blatant. His undershirt almost came out from the padding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if you look at that picture, it is so blatant. So you don't come at me crying, telling me. Oh, now they call it after all game. No, if you look at that, anybody, a fan would have called that. I'm yes. sitting on my couch and I called it. Yeah, yeah, I clearly agree. But, but you know how late the, the call was? Like we were waiting. Like it was like late. I will give, to, I give it to you. It was late. I will give it to you. Yeah, yeah. no, that yeah, that was pretty sick. It's like, oh, okay, that, I guess he got away with it. And then like they're in the huddle, and then oh, well, yellow flag holding. But I, what I thought was really great, I'm, not, I'm happy for the Bucks. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm happy for Brady, like, congrats, whoopie do, he's back in the Super Bowl. But, like, Mike Evans, who's a great receiver, what he's been dealing with, with James Winston throwing 30 interceptions a game, to yeah. now he's going to the Super Bowl. There's, there's a clip after the game of Mike Evans, he just, like, shakes everyone's hands, then he starts walking to the locker room, and, like, assistant coach comes running up to him. It's like, dude, the ceremony, dude, the ceremony. He goes, ceremony? Yeah, yeah, the 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 NFC Champions ceremony. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm new to this. And then he just starts walking the other way to like the stage where the confetti's coming down because Mike Evans was clueless and he's not used to winning because James Winston. He's he's just so, so used to seven and nine. Yeah, <laughs> being mediocre at best. So, does what does this mean for Belichick? Is my my question now? Is that I don't know if it could change your mind on the kind of coach he is because they were still able to win 11 games when Brady was out with Matt Castle, if you remember that. Mm -hmm. uh, but this definitely looks like Brady maybe was carrying Belichick a little bit. You know, maybe it was more 60-40 Brady instead of maybe the opposite way. Or I, I thought it was the opposite. I thought, I thought oh, my God, Brady screwed. Yeah. And I thought, and then especially after yeah. this year, with the same offensive coordinator and Josh McDaniels, Cam Newton was abysmal. Whether it was on Cam Newton or it was on the play calling, you know, it was so bad. So it just it it kind of makes me think a little bit. I think more. I, I lean more towards it was kind of Brady more and Belichick was. No, he's not a bad coach, but like you know. But yeah, I. I it's like yeah. No, but if you look at the weapons that Brady had this year compared to the weapons that Cam Newton had, you know, with the this Patriots, year also. It's, so there's yeah, no comparison. I mean, so no it's kind of hard to judge that, you know. Comparing Brady to oh, I'm with you. Newton yeah, 100%. in the same system, you know what I mean? Yeah, Scotty Miller definitely secured his uh, gold jacket. I mean, he's oh, we love absolutely. That, we love it's Scott like as Jerry Rice 2.0 for you. And I, I mean, I oh, but but just the Packers offense. I mean, it's Rodgers. He's seriously like one of the best of all time. But still, like, I think. And, and then you have the best receiver in football. And one of the better offensive line of football, and you're not going mm -hmm. for it on that fourth down. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the offensive line, he's also missing a star left tackle, uh, David Bakhtiari. And, yeah. and Aaron Jones run, uh, does, ugh, excuse me, Aaron Jones, six carries for 27 yards. Marquez Valdez-Scantling had the best game of all the Packers. Four receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Yep, and, connecting that one deep ball on the sideline. Yeah. But everyone else was irrelevant. Chris Godwin had five receptions for 110 yards. Leonard Fournette, 12 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. And Brady, we know about Brady's three picks, back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back picks, which was kind of horrible. You're like, oh, yeah, the Packers got this. But you know what? I guess it's just Tom Brady. He'll always find a way to win that game. Oh, yeah. Yep, you can't count out Tom Brady, man. No, but the Ugh. Packers also had uh, two big drops there by uh, Devontae Adams. And well, I think it was like, was that back-to-back -back drives, or was that the same drive? I don't remember. When he when Adams dropped it, you know, going down the end zone, then he, he went out of bounds. 
Was that the yeah. same drive? I oh, yeah. The same drive. Yeah. And if you look at that play where he caught it out of bounds, and the uh, Alan Lazard was wide open on a crossing yep. route, and he just fed the ball to Devontae Adams. If he took a split second, and even the play before that, he could have ran it in for the touchdown also. Yep. So, it's just, yeah, it, it was just an odd game to watch. I never Aaron Rodgers, to me, looked flustered. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers look so flustered before in a football game, especially when you're the best team in the NFC with the best receiver in football. Yeah, it just it was just it was just odd to see. So hopefully they can figure it out, come back out next year strong. But and a lot of questions over there. That AFC championship though, Josh Allen didn't look that great, but he he, he played well. I mean, I would I would take I I wish Sam Darnold had his stats still, but I also wish Sam Darnold had the stats of a rock. But <laughs> I think Mahomes Mahomes and the Chiefs just showed everybody that they're just like. In another class by themselves, like the, the, I feel like there's nobody the that football, could beat them. Yeah, the football they were playing this year before the playoffs was like warm up for them. Like this is them putting the foot on the gas pedal. What happened mm-hmm. in that championship game? Uh, because th- when they're down nine nothing and they score twenty eight unanswered, like they did the same thing against the Texans, right? Like yeah. we're, we're, how, they were down so much on the Texans and they come back all the way to win. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the regular season they don't try as hard and and they're still good. They don't try, and they win 14 and 15 games. The Chiefs are one of the best football teams I've ever watched. Yeah, no, Pat, that's, that's the thing with the Super Bowl coming up. Sorry, Chris. Uh, it's the young, like, if anyone has a chance of getting to, wait, what is this, like, Super Bowl number, like, 10 for Brady that he's actually going to? If anyone... Number nine. Yeah, the, Mahomes is the only one that has that chance of maybe competing with that, I think. And what that's... Like wait, what'd you say? Or Eli Manning. Oh, you know, Eli Manning is seriously the best. I mean, yeah, he, he's going to sign a one. He's gonna, yeah, he's signing a one-game deal with the Chiefs, and then they're going to bench Pat Mahomes, and Eli's going to torch the Bucks. It's that Slide easy. Slide over, Chad Henney. Yeah. No, yeah, but uh, after that, Michael Hardman fumble, Michael Micoli, whatever you pronounce his name. After that, he fought, he muffed the punt, and yeah. then the Bills just scored like it was nothing. After that, the Bills he, had that game. after that, Andy Reid was like, "Hey, let's make Michael Harmon the best receiver in football. <laughs> running jet sweeps for fifty-five yards, like running screens into the end zone. Like that is such a hype team. Like as soon as he was like on the bench hiding himself in a jacket, like, hey, we got yeah, you. Everyone came together. Like, dude, it's not a big deal. It's only nine points. Let's get back yeah. out there. That's exactly what they did. They they destroyed the defense that was the best defense in week twelve of the NFL. Destroyed them. Yep. And even when they were down, like they have so many weapons that you just they, if you try to stop Kelsey, um, Hill is gonna go off. If you try to stop Hill, Kelsey's gonna go off. So like you really yep. there's no there's no scheme that could stop this offense in my See, opinion. Tyreek Hill double teamed all game and still almost put up two hundred yards. Yeah, it's, it's like just the crazy. guy is just so fast. I get, he, it, it makes me nauseous. He, nine receptions for 172 yards. Guys and like when he when he starts running, he he just starts running like horizontally on the field. He's not even running towards the end zone. It's like why are you running horizontally? And then after that, he just gains he gains 45 yards after that. It's absolutely incredible. Like I've never I've, I've never seen someone be that much of a playmaker before. And of course, he has the most playmaker of a quarterback. Pavlos can do whatever he wants. Seriously. Yep. And one more thing. What what bothers me though still is I said at the beginning of the season, like when Pat Mahomes does like that little 
like the little shovel pass to Kelsey. It's like a foot uh. in front of him, and it, it's like that was like a jet sweep. It counts as a passing touchdown. <laughs> it's literally a yard in front of him, just dishes in front of him, runs the sweep yeah. right into the end zone. It's the easiest play you'll ever see. <laughs> and I go, oh, what? Are yeah, and then Sports Center, like, blowing up my phone. Pat Mahomes passes for 10 touchdowns. And then I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, four of them weren't even there. But, you know what? I guess that's and the way the, the league works. And the passing touchdown also. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot how the rule works. Like, the behind-the-line scrimmage thing when it's a fumble. It's a and then... pass, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Just, but that Kelsey play works all the time. That, that's like knowing Lamar Jackson's going to run. When they're in the end zone and you just see Kelsey on the left-hand side, like he's, he's just going to run behind the left guard. And he does it every fucking time. And yeah, uh, still, people don't catch on. It's, 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 it's just it's, unstoppable. It's and did you see like they have the they have been running the same fourth down play for like th four weeks straight and nobody's <laughs> nobody's like figured it out yet because like they have like two different options off of it where like Hill goes out or he goes in motion yep. and then um, maybe Kelsey goes out for like a five yard out and then you just hit him on the out and, and Mahomes always get, rolls out to the right hand side and just yep. throws a dart. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they have tape or anything to watch it, but you know they could just do whatever they want. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, no, they're seriously one of the best teams. The best team. Now, I, I would love for them to see them win, but I really do think the Buccaneers take this one. Interesting. I mean, if yeah, so if you got money, uh, put it all on the Buccaneers. This ain't GameStop stock, but I, 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 I think it's going to work out well. <laughs> You can't you can't bet against the Buccaneers and you can't bet against Tom Brady. And if you need like one of those anytime touchdown scorer props, throw your entire bank account on Travis Kelsey. That's yep. it. No matter what, he's getting a touchdown. Score a touchdown the past five weeks, and he scored one every game. Yeah, it, you know it's like he just stands in the middle of the field. Nobody he, can guard him. I just don't he, understand. He, dude, he because he, he'll run like a four-yard curl, and then he'll just move like eight yards to the middle of the field, and, st and somehow Pat Mahomes is still just like shaking off defenders. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm gonna throw to the best tight end in football, who's just hanging out in the middle of the field. Yeah, all your Kittle people could slide over, dude. For real. You know, I, I think I like Kittle more than I like Kelsey, but I think Kelsey's a better tight end. How could you like Kittle more than Kelsey? Because Kelsey's kind of an asshole. So is Kittle. Have you, you see Kittle's haircut? And he's always hurt, too. Yeah, bro. He can't stay on the field. <laughs> yeah, he's always hurt. Yeah, man. He him hurt his... Yo, him and Garoppolo can't stay on the field. Oh, Niners are the best team in the NFC. They pick them to win every year. Guys can't stay healthy. The guy sneezes and he's hurt. Yeah, that's why Matt Stafford's going to the Niners. They can get Garoppolo off the field. And that... Yeah, well, where, where, where else is Stafford going? Patriots. Colts. Oh, Patriots. Colts. That's a good one, too. Both those Colts, teams are better Patriots. than the 49ers. Like... They're not as good as the Lions, though. No, they're as good as the Lions. Are you saying they're going to swap Stafford? For Garoppolo, because Garoppolo is getting paid more than Stafford is. Oh yeah, so no they, doubt. They can't take no on two contracts. And just literally the Lions, any the Lions don't uh, Garoppolo. Literally anyone in the Kyle Shanahan system is just like a good player. Gonna work. Yeah, like Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. Yeah. Yep. Guys, for sure. Yeah, especially in the fantasy squad too. They're nuts. Now speaking of the Shanahan system, that takes us to our next point of uh, our Jets hiring Rob Salah. A descendant of the Shanahan system. I love so that now, guy. Vinny, what do you think of the hire? I love that guy. All gas, no brakes. Yeah, all gas, no brakes. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Gamble, I'm, we're gonna break kneecaps. <laughs> oh, that guy scares me. He said he's gonna bite <laughs> in the legs. What the? Fuck? <laughs> Yo, he probably has to have blackmail against like the Lions owners or something. Like, hire me, or else I'm gonna do this. There's no way they're like, oh, this is our first option. 
But I I was nervous when they let uh Salad leave the building. Uh yeah, Bob Salad. When they let Bob Salad leave the building, I was like I was like, "Oh god, we're about to lose like cuz he was a lot of people's first choice. He was a lot of teams first choice and like, "Hey, he's going to go interview with Philly." And then like I started punching air. I'm like, "Shit, we're about to lose the number one." And then like Two days later, it's like, yeah, sure, I guess the Jets are going to hire Rob Salad. And, but I'm, like, excited because, like, people are most excited about the staff that he's bringing in. Within, like, an hour, it's like, oh, the Jets are hiring Mike McDaniels as well uh, for the offensive coordinator position. Uh, no, not Mike McDaniels. Not, not, yeah, Mike LaFleur. Mike McDaniels was the uh, run game coordinator. That'd be pretty cool if we got him, too. But you know what? Um, and I... He's more of a culture changer. Yep. This is the biggest. The Jets could have won eight games last season, but you still need and, to go. And I still, I still want the culture change. These are. This is a coach that people want to play for. Yep. Like, I'd run through a brick wall through this guy, and I just sat in my living room on my fat ass eating chips and wings all day, watching him just yell at the team. Adam Adam Gase's own team hated him the same way Mike McCarthy's team hates him. But yeah, yeah. but with Adam Gase, I think I'm really excited for him to be the Seahawks offensive coordinator. Yeah, that'd be cool. I hope not. Did Did you see that interview? He had that interview with them. Yeah, it's good. They didn't sign him yet. You should. Oh yeah, so you are. <laughs> I'm more worried about Chad Wheeler now hurting women. Like uh, my teams, the past two days between they already uh, caught him, right? Yeah, he, he's he's caught. He's rested between Jared Porter and 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 this. Idiot! Like I, I'm afraid to wear the the, the memorabilia out in public. It's like a disgrace. No, but, but I, won't get, I think I won't the, the Mets that. did the right thing, firing him. No, get yeah, get no, him out quickly. Right yeah, so, but the, the Seahawks didn't do anything yet, so we'll see. About no, the that. Seahawks cut the kid. Oh, they cut him. Yeah, he's a former Giant though, so it must be a New York thing. Yeah, Bob Sal wouldn't allow that <laughs> shit in the system. And like the thing with Sal is he's gonna get people hyped up. Like C.J. Mosley, who just took took a year off. So I'll just be like, yeah, he, he's gonna be the one to light the, he's gonna light the fire under Mosley's ass and be like, yeah, you're here to play football. I'm not even a Jet fan, and I'm pumped. Yep. I don't, I, I'm not a Jet fan at all. No, the, the biggest thing was he said that he's not gonna call the plays, which, which is music to my ears, because he's gonna be a coach of the whole team and not just defense, like not Pete just Carroll. offense. Like, that actually made me a little nervous at first. I'm like, you know what? Like, isn't that his specialty, calling the defensive plays? But I'm like. And then I, I looked more into him, like, yeah, he's gonna run everything and he's gonna be he's gonna be the CEO guy that we've been looking for. And it's just it's just incredible as a Jets fan to finally see finally see the Jets do something like perfect. This was the exact hire that we needed. Yep. And now he's now like, gotta get a quarterback. No, no. It, what was really odd though is between him and Arthur Smith, who uh, Atlanta hired, he was the offensive coordinator oh, for the for the Titans. Oh, no, no, but I, I don't know about a bust. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak bad of the guy. But right now, if the, it turned out the Jets hired Arthur Smith, I'd be like, all right, we hired Arthur Smith, I guess. Yeah. Like, they're just completely two different types of coaches. Like, one's just like, I'm here. To, we're gonna run the football. It's gonna be a great game. And Sal's screaming at a brick wall as his pregame rituals. Like that guy, that it's just it's weird how they were considering those two when I think Sal was the obvious choice and I'm very happy with that. Yeah. And now we see players like Richard Sherman, Deshaun Watson now like coming out and saying that they want to play for him. So which which never never happened before with the Jets. So yeah, you know, like you said, I, I'm I'm really happy about that. And going back to what you said about uh, the quarterback, Tommy, I don't think the quarterback is a problem of this team. We have a lot of other problems and. <laughs> 
I think I think Darnold could be the could be the answer with the right coaching and the right scheme around him, and we could use the, the extra assets to build around him. Look, I I like Sam Darnold. I think he's a great guy, and I I I wish him the best in his future endeavors and wherever he goes. I hope he I hope he's a great quarterback. Honestly, I hope he goes to the Colts and just lights people up, goes to the AFC Championship, and loses to the Jets there. But he's not the guy. It's just. I've seen enough from him, and he's not even Joe Douglas's guy. Joe Douglas didn't draft him. Joe Douglas is ready to bring in somebody and be like, "I brought this guy into this organization, and I'm ready to win with this guy." Like I, I, and I right, hear. Think about it this way: uh, Rob Sal is like, "Oh, I'm big on Sam Darnold. He's great arm talent. He's great awareness in the pocket." That uh, and we're ready to start the season. As you're going into training camp. Joe Douglas just walks up to Sal and goes, "Hey, I can bring in Deshaun Watson right now." Do you think Joe? You think Sal's gonna be like, "No, I'm okay with Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think I think he's a great guy. I'm okay with Darnold." No, he's gonna try and get the best player possible to help the team win. That's that's why he's here. He's here to win games. And yeah, Watson's a little bit of a head case, but I don't think he's a head case at all. No, but if we bring in Watson and don't bring in the weapons around him, he's just gonna be he's just gonna be the Texans 2.0. We're not gonna be able to. Then I could be able to build around and, and be able to win. You know what I mean? If we if we sign Deshaun Watson, we still have enough money for. No, we're gonna have to trade for him. We can't, we're not he's gonna sign signed. him. What do you mean? He's already signed. Yes, yeah, that's what I said. If yes, if we trade for him, we still we still have to pay him. We're just not like, oh, we gotta free the. Oh, he, he has a contract. <laughs> he's a, he, he's on the contract for like four he's years. Making forty million dollars. Yes, and we okay. I understand. We have to pay him. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And we're still gonna, ha but we still have money. The Jets are second in the most cap right, room. Right, but how we, exactly? But you still need. You might not get the kind of pieces that you could get if you kept Arnold. If you were to go get. One. We could still. We'd still have enough money for Allen Robinson. But it's gonna cost like maybe three first round picks to get him. When we can get offensive line Good. help, we could get a receiver. We could get a running back. We could use those assets. You know, to help the team and not just put it all in on a quarterback. So then, do you, so that so if you don't trade for Watson, are you taking the the, the offensive tackle, the second pick? No. What? Never. I, the mock drafts have us taking uh, Devonte Smith. Yeah, I see that too. But so, no, I'll tell you why we're not gonna take uh, what's the fucking tackle's name? Yeah, the Penny Alvaca guy. <laughs> we're not we're not taking him because he's currently a left tackle in college. I was actually talking to my dad about this the other day. Uh, he's he's a left tackle in college. That most quarterbacks in the NFL are right-handed. So the fact that whoever the Jets get is not going to be a lefty. Even if we draft, get Deshaun Watson, he's not going to be a lefty. So therefore, him or Mekhi Becton are going to have to get moved to right tackle because we we can't have two left tackles. And but but the uh, Penesul or Bakai Becton, their agent's not going to let them move to right tackle because you make so much more money being a left tackle. You make the, the the gap of money that you make as a left tackle compared to a right tackle is just significant. It's like, I mean, I guess you can move to right tackle, but you're not going to make nearly as much money, and it's just so money if they're not going to get Deshaun Watson. Yes, uh, if we want Deshaun Watson, there's no way out of it without giving them the second pick. You're getting no, the second yeah. pick, and they're getting Sam Darnold. Like, but to, me, we, to me, that you, you two picks and Sam Darnold is enough for Deshaun. Watson. I'm okay with yeah. the second, the first, the, our first round pick this year. So the second pick, I'm okay with. A pick, the pick. Ooh, excuse me. One of our picks next year, 
And I'll be I'll even give him a third in 2023. Yeah. And if you, if they want Sam Donald, go ahead. I'll, I'll throw the shit in the basket with them. But what did the Dolphins give up. For, they're um, gonna do Tua and and, uh, and their pick. Tua and the third pick, maybe another pick, possibly. Yeah, but did they give up two first rounders for Tunsil? No, I think just one. The Texans, just one. I'm and sure. I'm not, I'm, I, so if you want, actually no, you you want to keep Darnold. If you were to draft a quarterback, Deej, so pretend you don't want Darnold. I understand you want Darnold. You think he he can help with a new system. Da, da, da. But if we were to draft a quarterback, who would you want? Probably Zach Wilson. Good, good, good. <laughs> See, good call. See, you do have a quarter of a brain in there. Trask? No, I wouldn't go Trask. I wouldn't. I'll go kill you. <laughs> no, but. It, I would rather trade for Watson than draft a quarterback. Through the top. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Chris on that one. I'm not even a Jeff fan, and I'd wish I, I'd rather you guys get Watson. Because I'd, I'd rather get Watson too. Why risk then, on? Then you have to build. Then you have to build. Yeah. Like well, you plug in Watson, eight game winner right there. You guys have an eight win season. Like the only bad thing about getting Watson and not drafting a rookie is that is the uh, the rookie clock where you're gonna have to. Obviously, Watson's getting paid a lot more, and the rookie would be getting paid peanuts. That's the only, like, downside to it. But everything else, I'm going Watson over the rookie. I agree. All right, so in the top ten picks, all right, one, Jacksonville, you're taking Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah, oh, but they might take Fields. Shut up, no, Urban Meyer. Lawrence, yeah. yeah, Urban Meyer has nothing to do with Fields. He's literally said how much he loves Trevor Lawrence. He's not going to be like, oh, and there's no reason for them to keep their cards close to their chest. Oh, congrats. We'll take whoever we want, and we'll just screw up the draft from there. The Jets, we'll, we'll say need a quarterback. Jets need a quarterback at two. Miami at three. I don't know what they're doing. They're a little bit of a mess. If I'm Miami, I'm taking a QB. I'm I think it, depen on Tua. it depends on the board. How about number four, at Matt Ryan? Uh, does Atlanta keep yeah, Matt Ryan I, I, at four? Yeah, Atlanta keeps that Arthur Smith hire. It just solidifies them rolling with Ryan. He's too expensive. They can't expect you know, and they still have Julio Jones. They have Calvin Ridley. Arthur Smith is an offensive guy. You saw what he did with Tannehill. The way they could explode that offense. The, yeah, the, they, they, they. I think they have bigger needs the, to fill. The, yeah, they have bigger needs to fill. They they could take a quarterback later on in the draft to you know mm. to like to, to, just so they have somebody to, when Ryan's officially done. But right now, Ryan's the guy. I can't see why Ryan wouldn't be the guy. Cincinnati has her quarterback, even though he has yep. exploded leg. Uh, Philly, apparently that was the reason they fired Doug Peterson, because he Doug Peterson wanted to go into Carson Wentz, but uh, wanted to move on from Carson Wentz to go to Jalen Hurts, but like the front office was like, no, Carson Wentz is our guy. So that kind of... Now it looks even more stupid, because Jalen Hurts balled out pretty well and looked better than Carson Wentz. They haven't even started paying Carson once either. He's. He, I think this was like his last year of making like twelve million. Now he makes like nineteen million or something for the next like yeah. five it years is, or something. Philadelphia is a shit show. Uh, I wish nothing but the worst for Philadelphia. So I hope whatever happens over there is the worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, Detroit. Uh, they're okay Detroit with David. The no, they're fine with David Blaw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Detroit goes quarterback. Uh, Carolina, Teddy B. I think they give Teddy Carolina B another year. No, yeah, but they're drafting a quarterback. Not, 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 with, not with pick number eight. Not with pick number eight. What do you mean not with pick number eight? Of course. Justin Fields might fall to them at eight. Justin Fields is not falling to eight. Yeah. Well, Kyle Trask right yeah, there. Eight. He'll go eight. Kyle Trask? You put, you put Kyle Trask in that offense, they're winning eight games, nine games. Maybe. Yeah, put Kyle Trask in an offense. No, the, Kyle Trask is not going th in the top 15. 
Dude, he is. I'll bet you. <sighs> okay. Kyle Trask yeah. is a top 15 pick in the NFL draft. You're literally out of your fucking mind. Name the next five teams that are after 10. Name the next five. Name them. I'll tell you if you need a quarterback. Go ahead. Gi- Giants. No. San Fran. Yeah. They're going to get Stafford, but okay, I'll say they're San Fran. The they're in the mix. They're in the mix. Next. <laughs> they're in the mix. Uh, L.A. Chargers. No. I think it's a good time to move on from Herbert. I haven't really liked what I've seen. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> uh, Minnesota. In the mix. No. No. Dude. Who's their backup? Couldn't tell. They just ex- they just extended Kirky Cousins, and they're 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 a team that's too stubborn to admit that yeah we probably shouldn't we have extended Kirk it. Cousins. <laughs> yeah, like the same way. Uh, week like nine, Chris Johnson comes out for a press release. Chris Johnson, the owner of the Jets, goes, "Adam Gase is a brilliant mind, and I think there's a lot of potential there." <laughs> uh, all right, so he's in his, uh, New England. In the mix. Yeah, they're definitely drafting a quarterback. Yeah, but they're not going to go Kyle Trask. Dude, Kyle Trask, I could see him. I could see him go, yeah, man. Broncos, nine, could take him. You know, we we don't know the Cowboys. Cowboys are up in the air. They might take a quarterback. They might not. We really don't know. Cowboys, no, Cowboys. Cowboys are going to throw the house and the kitchen sink at Dak. Yeah, but now he's got a broken foot. I don't know how he's going to play. All right, okay, here. Uh, I know it's not going to happen. But so how they're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers wants a contract extension, da 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 da, and he's probably not even an extension. Not actually, he just wants extension. I think he just wants more money, which is pretty cool because he's about to win the MVP. But let's play hypothetical. If they don't want to give him the money, he's gonna get the money. I know he's gonna get the money. Hypothetical, where does he go? Who Dak? No, uh, Rodgers. If he doesn't get the money from Green Bay, he then he goes to San Francisco. Rodgers. I think so. Yeah. Go I think that's down. possible. I think the Rams are possible because Goff is a disaster. Oh, Goff sucks. Oh my God! They said they're gonna have oh, open okay. competition yep. between him and what's his name, Wolford, Walford. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! That, that literally looked like they pulled some some guy walking off the streets of LA and like, hey, you want to try playing quarterback? He's like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And he's openly competing with Goff. But they're they're a little uh, bit of a disaster. This takes precedent as of right now. I just got word that the Mets are right now moving Matts to make uh, a trade to, a trade for Steven Matts. The trading as of right now, for, the trading Matts for what? Uh, we I don't know what for, but they just said it is in the works. It it they, it could get released in an hour, two hours tomorrow. I say he's but going to Chicago would, for Bryant. He, he would clear five and a half million on the payroll. Or that could make room for Bauer. That could make room for Bauer. So if we move, if the Mets move Mats, that means we get Bauer. Yeah, because you're going, yeah, you're moving a pitcher for a pitcher. But yeah. do we have any lefties in the rotation? No. Oh no, would no, be Pe- all righty uh, rotation. Peterson is a lefty, I believe. Yeah, but you, he's going to start over who? With Bauer for, for Syndergaard. In the meantime. All right, okay, so when Syndergaard comes back, though, Peterson gets the bump, right? Yeah, I would assume so. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Peterson's not bad at all. No, no. But he's not better than Syndergaard, healthy or not healthy. No, you know? yeah. But this is interesting. Yeah. This, this kind of makes me happy as a Mets fan, but at the same time, I want to see who we're trading. 
and for what. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very interesting development. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, so we'll see what happens. But uh, speaking of Bauer, did you see that they had an offer out to him? Yeah, I, it, they, we offered him something 10 days ago. Uh, so yeah, I don't know a, what the holdup is. I think he wants to be a Met. I think he's going to sign with the Mets. Uh, it, there's just like a logistical thing that, that he's just trying to. He's just trying to milk more money out of him. Could well, be milking more money. Could be the Mets are like he's saying, "Yeah, I'll sign with you." And the Mets are like, "Okay, let's move some money first. That kind of thing. I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know. I've never been a free agent in baseball before, but <laughs> that, that, that could be what's going on. Hey, hey, Kirk Cousins said he wanted to sign with the Jets just to get the other teams to run up the price. He's like, "Oh, okay. No, I'm not signing with the Jets." And, like, and then, like, the, and then, like, two weeks later, Anthony Barr did the same thing. Dang. Hey, and, like, I don't get free agency to dude. Be, the, I don't know how the Angels or the other team that's bidding with the Mets. Chris, how do the Angels have any more money? No, they don't <laughs> have any money. They're paying Mike Trout $600 million. You got Pujols, who's milking 20 a year. They have <laughs> Shohei Otani. They just gave Anthony Rendon 200. Where's the money, Chris? I was about to make a joke because I didn't think he was still in the league. I was about to be like, how much is Albert Pujols making? Yeah, but I, I guess he's still in the league. He's in a 10-year contract. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, my God. But it's almost done. I think he's it's almost last done year. now. He's got a, Yeah, it's last year now. But yep. he's still on the books. All, it's all Baseball's all guaranteed money. You know, so it's not like NFL and the NBA were partial guaranteed. Um, and the other team, the Nationals, where are they getting their money from? Signing all these people. Schwarber, bringing in Josh Bell, signing John Lester, Brad Hand. Where they, they got almost a, a billion dollars tied up with their three pitchers. Yep. Then you get Trey Turner. Where is the money coming from? <laughs> I don't know. But the only way Bauer is not a Met is if someone, like, just overpays, a, a, like, Gives him like maybe forty-five million a year. Like that's the only way he's not a Met. Because I know they they offered him. I think like I think below thirty-five. Him like Twenty-nine, thirty million. Yeah, I, I think that's what uh, for two years. I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Below thirty-five, less than five years, and they gave him like multiple opt-outs. So if I was him, I would take it. If if nobody else is giving me the money, I would take it. But it, yeah, if someone overpays him, then you, you could have him because I'm not overpaying for him. And then a, 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 a rotation with Syndergaard, DeGrom, Stroman, Bauer, and Car Carrasco. That's and dirty. you have Dirty. You got Lindor at short with Pete Alonso, McNeil in, in, in the infield. Conforto yep. in right field. Dirty, yep. dude. Definitely. And we need JBJ. We need JBJ in center field. Yep, I'll take him. And then we'll I see can't stand Nimmo. You know I hate Nimmo. <laughs> no, but he... They ranked him the fifth best. I don't best. care if he gets on base. I don't no, care no, no, no. if he runs the first base. <laughs> they ranked him the fifth, the fifth best center fielder in baseball. Which is a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. He's so bad. Look at the numbers. The guy can't bat 250. He sucks. But he gets his on base. He, he has he's a, a working arm. machine. I have a better arm than, than Nimmo in the outfield. But he's a The guy probably couldn't throw it from third base to first base. Am, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Oof. No, you're not wrong. But he's an no. analytical uh, darling. They they love him with analytics, with the walk. Yeah, so he he's a good guy to come off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Give no, me but, give me J B J. He's a contributor, and J B J would also contribute with the glove. But he, he the guy just can't hit. Yeah, it's like Lagaris two point So no get, matter what we're getting, we're getting nothing but defense because offense is just isn't a thing here. If we could have 
JBJ play the field and Nimmo bat, like at bat like bat for him. I think that would, that would work better than dude. If if the, if the, the National League gave us the DH, we'd we'd be the best team in baseball. Yeah, no doubt. Because then Alonzo doesn't play first base, and you have Dom Smith at first. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Forget no, it. Everyone, over. everyone one through five is batting three hundred. <laughs> you know. But they just uh, gotta score runs because that was a big problem last year. They they hit well, but they just d- didn't get anybody uh, home. So. What's he? Sorry, what, what's he expected market for Trevor Bauer? He wants uh, to break uh, Garrett Cole's AAV, which was like thirty six. So he wants more yeah. than thirty six million a year. But he also doesn't want to sign a long term contract with which what Garrett Cole has. Is Garrett Cole what seven years? I believe so. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. So. So he wants to make that in like three years time, <laughs> which the teams bum. don't. Teams don't have that. You, you know, everyone backloads contracts like that where he wants it all now and then leave and go somewhere else. But the only thing that scares me with Bauer is he's only had one electric year. Yeah, well, it was a well, short year. One and year. a half, yeah. So yeah, it can, just frightens can, me. That's all. Yeah, can you rely on him to, ha- to have a, a full year because of dominance? If he's going to get paid more than DeGrom, he better pitch better than DeGrom. And yep. that's, that's, me, that's not only me talking. That's New York because we yep. want to win. The Mets yeah. want to win. We have the owner. We have the shortstop. We have the catcher. It's not Piazza, but it's a catcher, right? Yep. So now you you come in here and you're demanding more money than the best pitcher in baseball. You better fucking pitch like it, otherwise I'm gonna find you, bro. Yep. Oh, Actually, well, no, but did, you signed uh, Aaron Loop, right? <laughs> yeah, we signed Aaron Loop. Yeah, the He's a lefty. He's a lefty. You guys are fine. So now we're not bringing him. So that makes me think we're not bringing back Justin Wilson either. So I think the yep. bullpen's finalized the way it is. Maybe we, if we move match, I think we might try to move uh, Familia as well to clear up the cap. Because as soon as Familia gets out of New York, we have a better, we have a better bullpen. Oh, What's considered old for a pitcher? Someone that has no idea what he's talking about. Like th- thirty-six is probably like thirty-six. Old. Yeah, because you can pitch into your late thirties. Like Madison Bumgarner is still elite, and he's like 30, 33. 34. Uh, oh, but oh, but you also have Trevor May, so it's an automatic dub. We do have Trevor oh, yeah, May. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the bullpen definitely got better. I, yeah, yeah, everyone forgets about the Trevor May signing because we we traded for Lindor. Yeah, because you traded for a Twitch streamer. I think we we need one more we need one more bullpen arm and we need uh, a center fielder and I think we'll be good. Yeah, it kind of stinks that we left we missed out on Springer, but I'm kind of happy we didn't sign Springer just because that there's more money for us to lock yep. up long time Conforto and Lindor. Yep, definitely. And I think they had a price on Springer, and the Blue Jays just went above and beyond. So they just said, you know, take him because yeah. we weren't going to overpay for him. When we have, like you said, when we have to pay Lindor and Conforto long term. So yeah, and then, I, yo, don't sleep on the Blue Jays. They just signed Marcus Simeon. All right, so they're, they're probably one pitcher away from being a legit contender for the World Series. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that infield is so, that the, their lineup is so good. And this, uh, the the rotation's not bad, but they have the best form system in baseball, and they could just yo know, two three guys goes to wh- whoever it could be who knows maybe Aaron Nola gets dealt because the Phillies fucking suck and they're giving all their money to Bryce Harper and JT Romuto that they they know they can't resign an Aaron Nola who knows maybe Aaron Nola moves and goes to the Blue Jays and now the Yankees better be shitting their pants because the Blue Jays might take them over I don't know it's gonna be interesting oh, yeah. to see it's possible yeah. The- at least is going to be a great division to watch this year. 
Yeah, with the Blue Jays, Yankees, and uh, the Rays and the in there, too. I think, yep. I, think, I think the AL East and the NL East are going to be the two best divisions in baseball this year. Yep, definitely. It's going to be very very competitive, and uh, I'm very excited to see what happens. So yeah. I can't wait. And, ho- and, ho- and hopefully we, there could be fans in the stands because I, w- I really want to go to opening day so bad. Yep. I, 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 watch. I think there'll be, there'll be some fans, maybe like 25% capacity because it, they did it with Buffalo. They allowed them to go to the stadium outside. So I, I think there'll be some kind of fan capacity. Yeah. Obviously, I'm with the regulations, you wear a mask, you know, distance. I'll sit wherever. I don't care. Just yeah. let me watch baseball. Yeah. I need, who, I need to who's, see um, person. Who's the, like, interim or did they hire a new uh, GM for Mr. Uh, yeah, the, Penis Jared Porter guy? The uh, the assistant GM um, officially became the new GM this, this morning. Uh, like, is he full-time or is he interim? No, he's full time. He was the assistant GM, and then they, uh, Sandy Alderson and, and Steve Cohen decided to make him the full GM, full time GM. Do you have so faith in him? GM, uh, I mean, I didn't know who Jerry Porter was before they <laughs> signed him, so I have faith. The Sandy Alderson knows what he's doing, unlike Brody Van Wageren that was here before him. So, did and did you, you see that uh, Brody Van Wageren signed with Rock Nation to be their COO? Yep. He's gonna that run that into just the going ground. downhill. Yeah, dude. Jay Z made a big mistake. <laughs> well, Wait, so now who's the new who's the new assistant GM? Is there a job opening? Uh, yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, Chris. Is it posted? Is it on Indeed? I'll take a look. Indeed or Teamwork. Teamwork is the sports uh, job website. Oh my god! Don't don't get me started on Teamwork.com. It's like we need like an assistant groundskeeper who's willing to eat grass, and I'm like, all right. Ugh. That's exactly what they. <laughs> I apply every day. I, I, I applied for a, um, what's it called? Yeah, like a marketing thing for the Cincinnati Bengals. And it was like right after their horrible, like, 1 in 15 season or 2 in 14 season. And they're like, sorry, you're just not what we're looking for. I'm like, I understand. Mrs. 2 and 14. What a horrible, horrible website. No, but, but yeah, um, yeah. The, the Mets GM, yeah, I like them. <laughs> yeah. No, I trust Sandy, you know, to uh, run everything, even though... No, nah, Sandy, Sandy knows exactly what he's doing. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. So but we didn't even need a GM. Like, he, he could have just ran it himself, but he's getting old, so he needs somebody to um, you know, help him out. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm very excited for the baseball season, ready to get it started. And I, I, I really want to know what they got from Mats because th- that could be big. Yeah. Uh, even if it's just like a, like we just dump him, you know? Yeah. Get prospects or maybe a player to be named later, but uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. The Mets get Sean Reed Foley, Yenzi Diaz, and Josh Winkowski uh, in the trade for Steven Matz. I'm not really sure who those players are. We'll do more of a deep dive in that. But this offseason alone, the Blue Jays have added Springer, Simeon, Kirby Yates, Matz, Chatwood, and Robbie Ray. Uh, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Oh yeah, it's a pretty good return for them, and it should should definitely make them contenders now if they weren't already. Uh, yeah, they're definitely contenders uh, along with the pieces. Like they still have Ken Giles in the bullpen, uh, and of course Vlad, Vlad Guerrero Jr. You can't forget about Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, Randall Grichik's a solid veteran. Uh, so, so right now, in your opinions as Mets fans, what's what's still their biggest weakness? Center field. Uh, yeah, center field and. Really, the outfield in general, besides Conforto, left and center field are just, we don't know. We yeah, don't know what they are. Big question marks there. 
And then I would say like the fifth starter too is, is a question mark. Wow. If you don't get Bauer. Right. This guy, Sean Reed Foley, last year pitched in five games to a one three five ERA. Again, shortened season, yep. but that's really good. So that's the first piece we got out of it. Second guy is Yenzi Diaz. Uh, I have a feeling this guy might be a corner infielder. That, that's good. We need we need outfield depth. Let's so see. good piece yeah. there. Now another another pitcher. This uh, he's I think he, he hasn't made a career start yet. He's a twenty four year old. Yep, yeah, and um, what you will call it? Reed Foley's twenty five, so it's not that bad. And then Josh Winchowski. Who? Let's see who this guy is. Josh. Win. He sounds Polish. Winchowski. I don't even know how to spell that. Winchowski. I'm guessing W-I-N-S-C-H-O-W-S-K-Y-I. Yeah, something like that. Wait, I. Yeah, it might be I or a Y. It's This is the prospect. He's 22 years old. I Coming up from Florida. What position does he play? Let's see. Center field. He's a 15th round pick. Uh, That's okay. So... Don't know what this guy. He's a pitcher. Last year, uh, well, not last year because minors didn't happen last year. But 2019, he pitched to a four and five record with three one nine WHIP, uh, ERA, with a one two WHIP. And the year before that, he pitched to a six and three record with a two three two one one WHIP. Uh, all right, this guy looks like he could be decent. I the like first it. two guys are the guys that we know probably going to make big. Uh, be up in the team in a year or two. This guy's the guy that we could watch. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So, right now, as a Met fan, feeling great. This just makes me feel like we're really going to get Bauer. Um, There's yeah. nothing wrong with depth. If you're getting these people and you're not entirely sure where they are and there are already positions that you think you're okay with that, there's nothing wrong with depth. If, as long as they have okay numbers and you're not looking for stars that are going to take over this that is, position. No, this trade's good for the Mets because we knew we were going to bring back Mats next year. So, that was already him. So that, that was already done. And our farm system isn't the greatest already. Yep. Um, yes. So just adding three more pieces to the bo- to, to the farm system and already clearing mats from what we knew we were going to do anyway. So might as well get what value we can from them. Uh, so I think it's a win-win on both on both sides for sure. Oh, yeah, uh, I was the blue just get a very good pitcher who not that could just plug and play fourth, third or fourth guy in the rotation for them. But they, they are lefty heavy over there now. Robbie Ray and him. Kirby Yates. They got a lot of lefties over there. But, uh, Southpaw City. Southpaw City. Yeah, good return for both sides. And Steve Cohen said when he came here that he wanted to rebuild the farm system. So this is just the first yeah. step in doing that. And yeah, because we've been trading prospects left and right. So it's nice to get some back now in this trade. So I'm excited. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, so you heard it here. We broke the news on the air here. Uh, Pretty awesome for the first episode, breaking uh, breaking news like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> we a- we actually gave the Mets the okay to uh, trade Stephen Matz. It was like a publicity stunt in our hands too. We're like, okay, we're on the we're recording right now. Now you can make the trade, and then see that we're the first ones to break the news. That's how good we are. Yeah. And then Houston we're... looks like they're si- they're they're signing Ravens assistant David Cully as their oh coach. yeah as their head coach. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, Deshaun Watson must be thrilled. He's already gone, so. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't care if you hire BN me. Just get me the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm speaking about getting the hell out of here. Thank you for listening today, guys. We're out. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook page is in the process. Get ready to like that page. Uh, thanks for listening to us on Anchor. We appreciate it. Have a good night. Let's go! We're Brooklyn!